my in-laws are in town, so Pops and Gigi, Bob and Margie Henderson, give them a shout out. Uh, they'll, they're in town. Um, they're, they live in Seattle, so we spent the last 13 Thanksgivings with them, except for the couple of times that we traveled on the road, but um, so excited to have them here. And it'll just be our crew and them at the house, you know, just a traditional Thanksgiving. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, for sure, the pie, you know, just any anything, pumpkin cheesecake, if we can find one of those, then, or somehow fashion it, that's my favorite, um, all of it, really, I, I love food, so, um, what about you? Favorite? Dressing. The dressing. Yeah, I make it, but. A nice, yeah. Tra like traditional, like in the turkey, pull it out, all that, or just on the side? Separate, yeah. Separate? No bacteria. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What we got? Talked about uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, yeah. Right now he's the longest three guys that have had 50 catches or more, no drops. Yeah. What is it about just his hands? How good are they? Those? Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's mental focus. A natural. He's got natural ball skills, but I think that. I mean, I th if you guys have seen him, you know, before games, you know, he does a lot of meditation, um, a lot of visualization. So he actually like walks down the field through his different routes that he has in the game plan and. Um, there's some great science behind that, behind the, the visualization part and like the visceral reaction you actually get if you can use your mind to be able to put yourself there. So I think all of that stuff really pays dividends, especially in you know, critical moments. Um, he's done a fantastic job with that. Especially on third down, he's, he converts yeah. uh, better. I think he's in top five in that category as well. That's awesome. Yeah, and just keep, keep finding a way to put Chris in good spots for one-on-one. -on -one, so. Is there anything you can pinpoint to maybe the – Production decrease he's had recently yeah. is our defenses focusing in on him more, knowing that he's been uh, that clutch option. I think they're always aware of where Mike and Chris are at, um, but I think in general, like even with Mike, you know, Chris has a few more catches than Mike. You know, Mike's the supposedly the feature of what we do. You know, and Mike finds the end zone, and we try to find him in ways, but. Um, I think it's just in general our pass game just kind of being it gets spread around a little bit and we don't really have you know that 15 targets and 12 catches day for anybody and so maybe that's me maybe it's game planning and, and attacking coverage is better um, but I do have to give NFL defenses credit for knowing where those guys are at um, and uh, and really trying to increase that part you know it's about particularly in the red zone you know just love to get Chris in the end zone more you know and at all he's got one touchdown on the year so it's really that's that's been kind of a mystery for me um, as we're building these concepts and these plays, looking back at the stuff that he's had success over the years, you know, and really trying to like replicate those things. Um, and we just haven't had the outcomes come that way, but we're we're finding the end zone, or at least getting attempts on the end zone in other ways. So yeah, along those lines, I mean, yeah. you only had the ball three times in a kneel down in the first half last yeah. week, so that that's a lot of it, right? And you're part of yeah. it too because you went three and out and you want faster yes. starts. Having said that, when you come out of it, and Mike has two targets and one catch, and Chris has none. Yeah. Is that on you as much as it is anybody else? Yeah, or? probably. Just just in terms of the builds, and you know, some of that is like, how are they going to play us today, right. and kind of filling that out as we go. But um, you know, again, it does come with having more turns. The first drive, we missed two big opportunities. We got Trey up the field on one. He gets his hands on it. Ward makes a fantastic rake rakeout play, big, strong corner. They're going to make plays, too. We understand that. We're marching the ball down, and we fumble, you know, um, in field goal range right there. So um, you, take that, you take that field goal right there. 
We found the end zone on another one just as we as we were working, you know, down the field there. You're looking at a 10-10, maybe a 13-10 game with us getting the ball back after the half. So, um, but yeah, we were sitting on the bench a lot, and and a lot of that is is me, you know. And um, I would love to have a an opening drive go down and score a touchdown, you know. And I just, um, you know, I feel like just continue to hone in on what our what Baker throws with confidence, what our guys know, you know, second nature in the pass game. Um, as well as some of the runs, you know, that, that we can uh, get more yards on. So. You did make a comeback, and, and Kate, I know, would have liked to have caught the ball in the yeah. end zone, and then you get a pass break up on fourth down. But yeah. still, the red zone still has to be something that you guys continue to get better at, right? Yes, we have to. And uh, I thought we had great opportunities every time we got down there, and I thought that the execution was not there. I was not excited about that. I would love for our guys to just – own those drives and then finish, you know, and um, we're finding a way. If we get inside the five, we got a bunch of cool stuff we can do with our runs, our RPOs and all that. Um, you know, it's just as we get down into that 2015-10 area, you know, can we find our completions, you know, can we execute, you know, um, can we get the snap count on the right spot? You know, we just, we really just fell apart in critical times there. We're talking about all of a sudden it's 27-21, we're going down to win the game on one of those last drives, you know, so, you know, the positives are we can do this. And then the flip side of it is, guys, we have to finish um, and believe that you can believe that we're built for this and you deserve this because of how hard you've worked to get to this point. So you went up against a tackle machine last week in Fred Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, just no hesitation. You know, he, he runs downhill. Um, he diagnoses earlier, so we talked about a different type of Mike linebacker last week with Fred Warner, who is going to sit back a little bit, kind of take it in, and then make his decision, you know, and play off of his, his combos, where, um, where Zaire, he's more of, he diagnoses, boom, he's like a rocket, you know, so that's going to really have to heighten our combos for the, for the offensive line in the run game or the play-action game to just be aware of him break, trying to break those combos earlier. So we just got to be ready for that, a different style of Mike linebacker. Um, and like you said, a tackling machine. So guys, take care of the rock as we get through the second level, get that second hand, and let's lock it up. So. Earlier you were talking about targets and yeah. Chris Cobb and Mike Evans. Yeah. And possibly the defense is being part of the reason they're not getting so many targets. Yeah. Is that why Rashad White has really you know, exploded the past couple of months to be such a serious weapon in a pass game? Absolutely. You know, where does the attention go? Wow, you got this guy, other guy with fantastic hands. That's part of it. And then I think the other part is just Baker's just got a real knack for finding the running back. He likes to use the running back as that outlet, you know, and, and of course, just designing stuff for Rashad to get him matched up on backers um, when he's done a fantastic job for us. So, yeah, that's, that's a part of his production. And then what he showed all of us is not just catching the ball, but then he makes people miss in space. And he's got such a great feel for that. So it's like, OK, how else can we do this and get him out there? So. How much do you go into a game scripting plays like that? How many plays do you, yeah. you do? And do you have to break off that a lot? Um, because in my history, um, you know, the, the, the traditional first 15, because in my history, you kind of dip in and out of it, you know? Um, I have more of a mentality just having favorites. And the guys know what they are, and we kind of talk through it, and we say, what are our best runs out of these personnels? What are our best passes out of these personnels? The plays that I, I would just hate if I came out of this day without these getting called. 
And so that's really where, where it starts. And so you can call those starters or openers if you wanted to. But again, you know, you mix into a third down. You have different types of second down situations. Um, and that's where I think it helps me to just be flexible about the specific situations. Are they a two-shell team? Are they a pressure team here in this area? Where's the man show up? Now I don't have to be married to these other plays that necessarily don't fit a situation. Once we get back into normal ball, I'm just right back to my favorite list and just making sure those get called. With the Colts waving uh, Shaquille Leonard, does, does that open up anything for you guys? Um, what does that do for your offense? Yeah, I think it just kind of begs the question, are they going to just play more nickel? They've, they've kind of been you know, 75% nickel defense to 12 personnel or bigger. So does that mean they go more? Or do they feel good about a base plan? So I always have that kind of skeptical thought in the back of my mind, like, um, hey, they're really going to think we're going to go all nickel here. Let's just throw base out there a couple of times. So we do have to make sure we check those boxes. But we're preparing for them to play in, in nickel defense, you know, the different structures they have. Dave, how do you like the development of, of the, the running game? I know it's been heavily critiqued throughout the season, yeah. but it seems like your, your change-ups have been featured maybe a bit more these past couple of weeks. And what does it do for you when you move a little bit more east-west to open up some of the other yeah. things you'd like to do with Rashad and Chase and whoever's out there? Yeah, you hit it, right? Just um, num number one is just like making sure I take advantage of the people we have, you know? And so we have DT, we have Trey, um, who can really stretch the edge fast. And we have a bunch of passes where we're moving those guys around. So um, it's great when we can take advantage of those, softens up the inside guys, and then some of our core runs in the game hit for six, hit for five. You know, these are good, solid, normal runs, you know, and still would love to have the occasional big one, you know, pop out of there. And, um, you know, and those kind of just come, they, they come with what the back season is ability to, you know, break tackles on the second level. Um, but it does help, you know, and, and I thought last game, you know, if you put the film on, you know, there was, there's a, a lot of, you know, and we really respected that defensive front and the depth they had. I saw our offensive line knock them around. You know, I saw them, I saw Cody Mock have his best game as a rookie. And, you know, on, a, on Rashad's touchdown run, he's got Eric Armstead three yards in the end zone. You know, <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't get you guys excited. I don't know what will right there. This guy starts coming along. That's what we saw it was really just technique like we talked about. His feet, his pad level, his hands all at the same time. Stinney had a couple flat back blocks. And I mean, it was a physical day for us. I would have loved to see what would have happened early on if we'd have got a few more first downs. And instead of having that short, you know, short amount of plays at the half, like if we would have just doubled that in the first half to see where our run game would have ended up in the second half, instead of playing catch up ball, and we have to throw it all around the field. So um, starts with Hainsey. You know, he played physical, he played fast, he's knocking three techniques over. The big boys on the edge are always doing a fantastic job, so I'm I'm really thrilled with where that group's headed together, um, and just the way that they're working together. Like you should, just in the last couple, like the last month, really, they're really gelling. This is a young group, you know. Regardless of who it is, even Tristan, who's an All-Pro, what this is fourth year, you know. Like these are young guys and playing together, talking together. I'm excited where we're headed with that group. Yeah. So the coaching point was. Get in the way and then get out of the way. And then I think he was having some flashbacks of flag planning and all that and was trying to put his hands on him, you know. So he, um, but he tried to run his feet. I think he just kind of got little brother long armed at the end of it, you know, like kind of holding his head. He's taking swings at him. So, um, but he did his job. So, what did you think of the horse collar that 
Oh right, yeah. I don't. There's a lot of stuff I think that that Baker's not getting called right now. So I'd love I'd love for him to get the same similar protections that a lot of other quarterbacks get. Sweet. Thanks. You good? Thank you very much. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thanks,